I'm going to do this. I'm going to run for the United States Senate. The time is now for fresh ideas and new leadership. I'm running for student council because of you and for you. That is why I stand before you today to announce my candidacy for president of the United States. Welcome to the Arena Talks podcast. I'm Lee Pedinoff. Today we'll talk to Shauna Daly, the co-founder of the Progressive Security Corps. You've probably heard that the DNC and John Podesta got their email accounts hacked during the 2016 election. And we can probably agree that securing accounts like our email is important. The problem is that too many people agree it's important, but don't do anything about it. Shauna's goal is to make it cheap and easy to apply robust security for progressive organizations and campaigns. On today's pod, we'll hear from Shauna about how she got her start in politics on the Obama campaign, how she plans to help progressives lock down their accounts cheaply and easily, and a few tips about how you can secure your own accounts today. All right, Shauna, welcome to the Arena Talks podcast. We're excited to have you. Excellent. I'm excited to to talk with you. Uh, let's rewind and start at the beginning. Uh, how did you first get your start in politics? Uh, well, my very first start in politics was, uh, as a college intern, um, at the DNC, um, uh, my freshman year of college. And, uh, I happened to start the day that the Monica Lewinsky story broke. So that was sort of a, a unique time to be working in the press office at the DNC. Um, and, uh, but it was great because I was really involved in, um, in, in the work that we were doing. Cause it was really all hands on deck. Um, but at the end of that, I said that I would never work in politics ever again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, Right after college, my congressman um, in uh, I'm originally from Boston and my congressman died. And so uh, so I went to work on that campaign and then just kept bouncing around from there. Got it. And then eventually you ended up on the working on the Obama campaign. Is that correct? I did. I did. Um, I had uh, I had worked in South Dakota on a campaign um, and there were a lot of the folks who um, who started on the Obama campaign had sort of come from from the dashel world of, of operatives. So uh, so that's how I got started. Um, so I was one of the initial dozen or so staff on on that campaign, um, lived out in Chicago for two years. Um, and uh, it's it, that was a hard Hard experience to top. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, do you have like a, a memorable experience or story uh, from that time? Um, I mean, so much of it was uh, was really a great experience. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, election night was um, was amazing um, in Grant Park. But, you know, I at, at the time of the Obama campaign, I had I had done a number of campaigns um, and I had done another presidential campaign before. Um, and so uh, so I, I had staff that was working for me. And every time something good happened, I would tell them, you know, I really want you guys to enjoy this moment um, because, you know, if we don't win, you know, we want to have these moments. And at the end of the campaign, they told me that I had been a real downer. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I had always been warning them that we were going to lose, um, and that, <laughs> that they needed to cherish these small victories. Um, so I, I was just so not used to winning. So, um, so that was, it was a really nice change. And so you're launching a, or a new organization called the progressive security Corps. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Sure. So, uh, the hacks, uh, that, that, uh, were perpetrated against the Democrats last year in 2016, uh, were obviously really devastating. Um, and, uh, you know, what I've found in talking to a lot of my former colleagues is that, um, 
you know, they're concerned about, about cybersecurity, but it's, it's kind of overwhelming. Um, and people don't really know what steps to take. Um, and, and some folks are taking some steps that are good, but I would consider, you know, possibly inadequate. So my goal is to make strong cybersecurity, uh, within the progressive movements, uh, universal. Um, and I want to do that by making it cheap and easy. Um, because there are a lot of people who will tell you that you need to spend a lot of money on this stuff. Um, and there are a lot of, um, you know, there are a lot of people who, who have very complicated prescriptions about what you need to do that are, that can be really overwhelming and off-putting to a lot of people. Um, so I just want to make it a really, um, simple, inexpensive thing for people to do, um, to, to make the whole movement more secure, because, um, it's really important that we, um, you know, not, not only secure ourselves, um, individually and as individual organizations, but, but all of the other folks that, that we're working with in the progressive movement. You mentioned the, uh, the hacks on the democratic party last summer. Can you give us a quick primer on, on what those were and what happened there? Sure. Um, so there were there were a number of different hacks. So there was um, the DCCC and the DNC um, both had their networks hacked, um, which is sort of a um, a more complicated um, uh, type of hack. Um, and then there was what happened uh, with John Podesta, who was uh, leading Hillary Clinton's campaign, um, and that was a pretty simple hack of uh, his personal Gmail account. Um, so there were, there were two different kinds of attacks. Um, and the Podesta one uh, in particular is, is a really, you know, important warning sign about, you know, what we can do as individuals to protect ourselves. Because, um, you know, if he, you know, a lot of security experts have said, um, you know, if he had had two-factor authentication on his account, um, then, then the way that they attacked him would have been impossible. Um, and you know, this is not to attack, um, or, or to criticize Podesta. I mean, obviously he was the victim here. Uh, Russians were, were the, the people who were attacking him. Um, but there, there are steps that we should be taking, um, as individuals and as organizations to protect ourselves. So you mentioned uh, John Podesta's personal email account getting hacked, or personal Gmail account getting hacked. What actually happened there? And you mentioned it was simple. I'd be love to know uh, what you mean by that. Well, they sent a password um, reset uh, request, um, which is, um, you know, if, if someone, so it really, I mean, you don't have to have incredible expertise in encryption to do that sort of thing. Um, it's basically, you're tricking the person on the other end. Um, and so, you know, if we're open to being tricked um, by someone who, you know, isn't who they say they are when they send us an email, um, then we're a lot more vulnerable. Um, and so, uh, so they sent him a password reset request. Um, uh, his, he had a couple of assistants who had access to that account. Um, it looks like they clicked the account, uh, they, they clicked the link, um, to reset the password. Um, he, they did send, um, an email to the IT department on the Clinton campaign, um, which said, and the response was, it's legitimate. They apparently meant to say illegitimate, but regardless, um, uh, they, they clicked the link and reset the password. So then once that happened, the people on the other end, the Russians had access to his entire, uh, I think it was 10 years of emails, um, which, you know, is, I mean, if we think about what goes into our emails, I mean, it's, there, there are things that are both, 
you know, embarrassing um, just because we wouldn't want everyone to know about them. But what we saw um, after the, you know, as the his emails started to be released was, you know, the, it, nothing in there was illegal. Um, a lot of it wasn't even that embarrassing. But what it did do was distract from what the Clinton campaign was trying to talk about every day. Um, and, you know, it didn't need to be a kill shot. It just needed to be enough to distract them. And every day for weeks, I mean, this went on where, you know, whether it was a discussion that seemed um, funny to talk about, you know, Podesta emailing about his uh, risotto recipe. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> the more we're talking about his risotto recipe, you know, the, the less we're talking about education and healthcare. Yeah. So security, obviously, uh, uh, a major, a major problem and a major challenge. What, uh, what uh, the progressive security core, like what sort of things will you do in order to prevent things like the, the John Podesta email hack? Well, so there's a basic level of education, um, that we can, that we can all get to, to do basic things, um, around, um, steps we can take, tools we can use, um, what, what suspicious things to be looking for. Um, and then there are, um, some things that organizations should be doing, um, which again, aren't necessarily about, you know, a big, um, you know, technology fix. Um, but there are steps that they should be taking, like, uh, revoking passwords, um, when people leave an organization, um, or just, you know, not having a shared password that everybody in the organization uses for the Twitter account, for example, so that, you know, if six people have access to the Twitter account, it's all the same password. Um, and you know, one of those people gets hacked, then, you know, the, the someone else in, on, on that list might think that they're really secure. Um, but we're only as secure as the weakest person in the chain. So, um, so implementing those sorts of processes within organizations um, and then asking those organizations to to get certified by us so that they can show others within the community, hey, we've gone through this process, um, we've taken the steps to to be secure, and you can trust that, that we are protecting your data. Um, and that's really important because um, in the progressive space, there are campaigns, there are nonprofits, there are, um, and importantly, there are a lot of vendors who we all share, um, you know, so we all have the same pollsters, the same media consultants, the same digital vendors, and they have so much of our data. Um, and a lot of them are really small operations, you know, five people, 10 people, and they need to be living up to the same standards um, and, and protecting that information to the same degree that that campaigns or a large organization would, because, you know, they're they're just as as vulnerable and just as much of a target. So uh, we want to create a certification so that uh, someone who wants to do the right thing, say a congressional campaign um, that's just starting out, uh, wants to hire, you know, a trustworthy pollster, a trustworthy media consultant, um, those vendors can get a certification from us that, uh, that, you know, they've taken these steps and the, the congressional race can say, okay, you guys are going to, uh, do the right thing with, with our data. Um, so we, we can trust you. Got it. So the, let me see if I can, uh, spit this back at you and make sure I understand correctly. <laughs> so the progressive security core is, talking about the importance of security and uh, educating people on the problem, but then also providing 
solutions. So if I'm an individual person or an upstart campaign or a larger organization, uh, the Progressive Security Corps could help educate us on what we should be doing differently um, and then ultimately can certify us uh, to be uh, to be more secure. Did I get that right? Yeah, absolutely. So education, auditing, certification. Awesome. And so if I am like an individual person um, or even on a, on a small team or upstart campaign, what are like the first handful of maybe three to four things that must be true uh, in order to better my security? I know you mentioned two factor authentication earlier. Like yeah. what are the if I if I knew nothing about this, but I believed in the problem, I knew I wanted to help address it. Like what are the first couple of things that um, that I should do? So, uh, so absolutely. Two factor authentication is super important. Um, so that's essentially like, um, you know, if you're, if you need to use two keys at the same time to open a door, um, then it's, you know, it's harder. Um, so that, you know, if someone gets your password somehow, um, they need a second piece of information, um, or a second key, uh, to get that. So two factor authentication. There is, um, there's a great website called two factor off a U T H dot org. Um, and they list how to get two factor on all kinds of accounts. So your banking account, your Twitter, uh, Facebook, everything. Um, and so you want that on as many of your accounts as possible. Um, two, uh, just update your apps. Um, it seems really simple. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of this can be done automatically. Um, but you know, the updates that you're getting on your phone and on your, on your computer are not, you know, some of it is about, um, better, you know, snazzier things that it can do, but a lot of it is about security. And, um, when software, uh, or apps realize that they have a vulnerability that hackers could get into, um, they want to fix it right away. And they do, and they, they release, they generally release, updates, um, and patches, uh, pretty quickly. Um, but it's a big problem that people don't actually implement those, those patches. Um, so that's what happened with WannaCry, um, a month or two ago. Um, you know, Microsoft had released a patch. There was a way to block this. Um, but people were using old versions. So two factor updating your apps. And the third thing would be, um, your passwords should really be different for every site and they should be unique and, and they should be unique and complex. Um, and the reason that's important is because, you know, there's, we all have so many accounts in our lives and it's so hard to remember, you know, all the different passwords. Um, and so a lot of us end up using the same password over and over. And that's really dangerous because that means that if someone gets your old MySpace account password, um, if it's still your if that's still the password that you're recycling and that's what you use on your Gmail, um, they can hack these sites that have much lower defenses, maybe because they're old or, you know, for whatever reason, and then get access to the accounts that, that really matter to your day-to-day life. Um, so, so the easiest way to have unique complex passwords is to use a password manager. Um, and so that, um, remembers all your passwords and, and you just have one master password, uh, it, that's, um, two factor and, and updates are both free password managers might cost you about $20 a year. Um, but it is totally worth it and, um, it will, it will make your life better. So those, those are the three big things. 
Got it. So two-factor authentication, update your apps and uh, use a different password for everything made easier by using a password manager. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. That was super, super helpful and super informative. Uh, so where can I go to learn more about the Progressive Security Corps and how can I get more involved? Um, so we are still um, we are still building things up right now. Um, and uh, so the best thing to do is uh, follow me on Twitter, Shauna C. Daily. Um, I'll also be at Netroots um, in a few weeks um, talking about these issues. And I'll have a lot more cool stuff um, to to send people to and to and to give out to folks. Great. Well, Shauna, thanks so much for your time. Really uh, learned a ton from our, our conversation. I think our, uh, our listeners will as well. Awesome. Thanks for having me.